Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Is it a blessing? I missed you last week. But it's a joy to be back home. Um, I bring you greetings from Gabon. Hallelujah. Our church there is doing very well. One of the branches there, Port Chantilly doing so well. Last week, Sunday, almost 2,000 people were gathered for the service. It was, it was just awesome. And um, the church in Liberville is also doing well. Lord gave us many wonderful testimonies, miracles. And I believe that the Lord is doing the same here also. Amen. So next time I'm going, I'm sure you'll join me, go. How many are going to join me as we go? Hallelujah. All right. So, um, I also want to remind us of the Lablam, which is the learning about business by learning about ministry. It's coming up on the 18th of June uh, with our father, Bishop Dag Heward Mills. Amen. Okay. Those at the back, maybe you didn't hear what I said. Okay. So I want to encourage, especially business people, that this is for us. Let's try and be there. I mean, I, I don't know of anybody who has such practical wisdom that when you apply, you see results like Bishop Dagi Ward Mills. Hallelujah. Amen. And it's not just for ministry. I mean, when you read his books, you can see that it's not just for ministry. But you can apply it anywhere, your business, and it works. So I want to encourage all business people or anybody else who, who wants to start a business. I think that this program is for you. 18th of June will be there from 10 a.m. to like 5 p.m. at the Mampong campus. It's also an opportunity to see what God is doing over there. Amen. When you see it, you will also believe that God can use you to do something great. Amen. And then also our Give Thyself Holy Conference is also coming up. Amen. From the 2nd of August to the 5th of August. Right. Our memory verse for today. Are you ready? Good. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 18. Wow. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 18. In Koko, isn't it? Alright, can we all read through it? Ready, go. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 18. Can we take it again? 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 18. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness but unto us which are saved it is the power of God 
first corinthians chapter 1 verse 18 okay can we take it together without it being on the screen okay ready go first corinthians chapter 1 verse 18 for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness but unto us which are saved it is the power of god first corinthians chapter 1 verse 18 put your hands together for yourselves hallelujah let us pray father we want to thank you so much this morning what a joy what a blessing what a privilege to be in your presence for your word says that blesses the man whom you choose and you cause to approach you we feel so blessed to be here your word says that we shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house i pray for everyone here satisfy us oh god with your goodness we know that we have come to have a feast in your presence we have come to the lord's banquet we ask oh god that you fill us oh god let the weak live here strong let the poor live here rich let the confused live here with direction let the discouraged live here encouraged in the name of jesus thank you that no weapon of the devil fashioned against us shall prosper we bless you and we thank you in the name of jesus amen god bless you please be seated we also want to um express our condolences to one of our pastors pastor godfrey dosebwache and his wife mavis they lost their son a couple of days ago um we want them to know that we are with them and uh jesus is still lord we don't understand everything but we know that at the end of the day all things work together for good so godfrey and mavis be encouraged they are not here this morning for those of you who know them, you can send them a message to encourage them. Uh, we are with you, and uh, we know that God is with you. Amen. Well, this morning, please take out your book. I got my copy. Uh, you got your copy. <laughs> We've all got our copies. Amen. Amen. If you don't have one yet, that's the book for the season. Amen. This morning, I want you to turn with me to chapter 9 of the book amen it's beautiful that's where we're going to read from or we're going to share from how to enjoy your work <laughs> oh you're not excited about it this side nobody is excited about it this side <laughs> All right. I'm going to ask you two questions. It will help you to know whether you enjoy your work or not. Number one, and you can ask the person sitting by you. When you go to work, do you look at the clock and wonder when five o'clock will come? Ask the next person. Does that happen to you when you go to the office? You keep looking at the clock and wondering when will five o'clock come? Number two, are you always sad when Monday morning comes? <laughs> when that happens, it's a sign that you don't enjoy your work, I tell you. 
Ecclesiastes chapter 2. And I want us to read from verse 17. Ecclesiastes chapter 2. Can you put it on the screen for us? Okay. Can we all read it together? Disturb everybody else apart from yourself. Ready? Go. Therefore, I hated life because the work that is wrought under the sun is grievous unto me for all is vanity and vexation of spirit. Verse 18. Yea, I hated all my labor which I had taken under the sun because I should leave it unto the man that shall be after me. Verse 19. And who knoweth whether he shall be a wise man or a fool yet shall he have rule over all my labor wherein I have labored and wherein I have shewed myself wise under the sun this is also vanity <laughs> hey! you see the man is saying something that a lot of people are saying in their heads yeah it's like you keep wondering that this work that I'm doing first of all the whole thing is grievous under the sun Monday morning then you wake up then you are going you keep going then Friday when it gets to Friday you start singing thank God it's Friday <laughs> thank God it's Friday then you come Saturday then before you realize it's Sunday night then Sunday morning you have to wake up and go again what kind of life is this vexation of spirit and then to make matters worse he's even wondering that this thing that I am toiling and I'm working hard day and night when I finish and I lay down some something who, who is going to come after me will he be a wise person or a foolish person And he is coming to run down the whole thing and enjoy my labor. He will not. <laughs> he will, one man, he, he, he left his children a lot of things. The house, air conditioners, and the, one of the sons. He went to drink. He was a drunkard. He would be drinking. At the point, he couldn't pay for the drinks anymore. So he would ask the owner of the day, say, how much is one air conditioner? Then you say this amount. Okay, I'm drinking one air conditioner. By the time they realized the guy had drunk all the air conditioners in the house. A fool. You see? But I don't think that God designed it that your life should be like that. God wants you to enjoy the work that you do. God wants you to be happy as you go to work. You are enjoying the work. I pray, I pray for you that you will find a job that when you are going, you are happy as you are going to work. That even when you are there, you are sad that you have to close and go home because you are enjoying the work so much. I enjoy what I do, I tell you. I enjoy, I enjoy doing the work of God. It, it, it brings me so much joy, you know, and I look forward to going, coming to the house of God to do the work of God. And I pray the same for you. My, my prayer for you 
is that where you are working, you will be happy going to work. If where you are now, you are not happy, may the Lord give you a job that when you are going to work, you are singing and you are, you are dancing. You, you'll be sitting in your car, you'll be playing some good worship songs. As you are going, you park at the workplace and you are happy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I cancel it. Any job you are doing that you are not happy in. Is there anybody like that? Father, I pray for them. Give them good jobs. Give them jobs that they will be happy doing. Oh God. In the name of Jesus Christ. As they are going to work, may they be happy. In Jesus' name. Amen. You see, because life is short. We need to really find out the purpose for which we are even here in the first place. And do it and do it well. T.D. Jake said that his father said to him, when he found out what life was all about, it was time to die. May you not find out what life is about by the time you're about to die. What was the point? You must be able to enjoy life, find out what life is about, enjoy it before you die. Jesus said that the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He said, but I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. But I like the amplified version of that scripture, John 10.10. 10. John 10.10. 10. It says that the thief only comes in order to steal and kill and destroy. He said, I came that they may have and enjoy life. May you have and enjoy life. I said, may you have and enjoy life. And have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. That is your portion today. Somebody is receiving it in the name of Jesus. Your business you are doing, may you have joy to the overflow. The work you are doing, may you have joy to the overflow. May you have life in it and may you enjoy it. Say, I shall enjoy life. Yeah. The accounts have something. When they see you, enjoy it. Oh, boy, life. In other words, you can say you're playing life. Wow. So, Solomon was saying something that everybody else is sort of saying. That what is going to happen after me? That is why, because you are not too sure what will happen after you. Because really, after him came a fool. Rehoboam, very foolish boy. You have been given 12 tribes to, to, to rule over, oversee. First cabinet meeting. The guy went to misbehave. He told the people that you guys, you haven't seen anything yet, you see. Yeah, yeah, my father was very cool with you guys, but me, you will not get it easy with me. I will show you what leadership is all about. Hey, that was it, the very first meeting. Eleven tribes moved away from him. And it was just left with one. Your father left you 12 businesses. First cabinet meeting. All the uh, uh, business you've lost. Eleven. You have drunk all. <laughs> Give you bassels. All the bassel members, gone. We can give you something and then. So, in this book, what Bishop tries to do for us is to teach us how to enjoy. Because you don't know what is going to happen after. Yeah. You know what the Queen of England said at the time she was dying? 
she turned and she said shame on life queen of scotland she said shame on life plus the way she was expecting life to be that is not how life turned out but you are not supposed to end looking at life and say shame on life you must look back and say this is a life well lived I've enjoyed living this life it's a good life it's a sweet life and I like living this kind of life it's a good life yeah it's not club beer sometime back club beer their slogan was it's a good life club beer is not a good life it's not that's what good life good life is in Jesus Christ oh I thought you were going to put your hands together Bishop says, however, most of the wisdom for life under the sun, under the sun means area asset, area asset. Under the sun does not give guidance for the life hereafter. He said, if you fall or if you fail to apply this wisdom under the sun, you probably hate your life in the end. Yeah. You will find life work a futile experience. And you will sound just like Solomon. Therefore, I hated life. Because the work that is wrought under the sun is grievous unto me. For all is vanity and vexation of spirit. So, what is the wisdom that we can use to enjoy life? Wisdom number one. Enjoy your work. Enjoying your work. Enjoy your work by eating and drinking while you work. Eating and drinking. You to eat and drink. Because there are some people, they live their life with the mind that, oh, suffer to gain. It's like, oh, let, let's suffer now. Let's try and suffer. Even malt that you buy. It's not a simple thing for you. Don't buy malt. You're, you're struggling. Everything is calculated. Ah! Let your mind change. You will be there and whatever. You struggle. Oh, one day. One day. And a lot of people don't live to see that one day. One man built his house. Very nice house. A man somewhere in South Africa. After he had built the house, he came to inspect the house. He was not coming to live inside. He came to stand on the balcony. He was just looking down. Wow. 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 Then the thing just the balustrade, whatever, it just broke and he fell from the top to the down. That's it. The thing that he was coming to enjoy, he couldn't enjoy it. So brother, buy some malt. Pacify your soul. Buy some malt. Drink something. Ah! One day Nehemiah wrote to the workers as they were working, Nehemiah 8 verse 10. Give us that scripture. He said to them, eat, drink. Nehemiah 8.10 He said to them, go your way, eat the fat Hey And drink the sweet What are some of the sweet things you can drink? Mott What else? Avaro Series And what else? Sobolo 
Horlicks. Some of you don't know what Horlicks is. You see, you, you have to experience all these things. Ah! You have money, you are not enjoying. I'm waiting one day, one day, one day I'll be, I'll sit there. Come on, brother. You'll be there, you'll die, and some foolish boy will come and chop your money. Come on, buy some drink, buy some malt, buy some Coca-Cola. Enjoy, drink, and be happy. <laughs> yeah. You find some people, their house, they have preserved some plates, some, some glass. We are waiting for some visitors to come. You are the best visitor to your house Bring the glass out And enjoy Buy some drink and enjoy and be happy Yeah In my house The policy is that I am the best man In the house Yeah so they serve me with the best plate You should see my glass It's like a, 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 the, the UEFA cup The The, the, the. <laughs> oh, put your hands together for Jesus. <laughs> oh, when I have my drink, I put some ice cubes inside. I am very happy. Yeah, I'm waiting to win. This is it. Brother, enjoy. Enjoy your labor. Enjoy it. When you want to buy more, you calculate. Some of you, when your wives are going to the market, brothers. The money you give to them, I call it return ticket. Yeah. If she makes a mistake, she buys yogurt on the way. Watch, you know. She cannot come home. Come on, give her money. She can pass through uh, KSC, buy a drink, and she's happy. Ah. You calculate the money, and these days too, the things are very expensive. Tomatoes gone up, plantain. I was finding out yesterday one finger of plantain, five Ghana cities. If you want to chop fufu small, it's not a simple thing. You give her the money calculated. You see a woman who didn't do anything in accounting. She goes to the market and she's calculating how she can take some balance, debit, uh, uh, credit. Oh. It's not fine. It's not fine at all. The woman must be able to go to the market and buy the things. And then she, when she feels like a drink, she would just buy a drink and drink and, and, and she's happy. Brothers, are you in the house at all? You have decided to... Hey! Look at it. Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 15. He said... Then I commanded mirth, in other words, joyfulness, happiness, because a man has no better thing under the sun eh, than to eat and to drink and to be merry, for that shall abide with him of his labor the days of his life, which God giveth to him under the sun. Ecclesiastes 5.18 The numbers, they are turning numbers 8.15 and 5.18 Not for little people, but He said, behold, that which I have seen It is good and comely for one to eat and to drink And to enjoy the good of all the labor That he has taken under the sun All the days of his life which God giveth him 
For it is his portion. Enjoy. And when Nehemiah wrote to the people and told them to eat and to drink, Nehemiah ate him. He said, share with people, be happy. Then he said to them, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. We always quote that scripture, but we don't know what it is connected to. It is connected to you eating and drinking. Eating and drinking. Eating and drinking. From today, may you eat and drink. That is when you have the joy of the Lord. Sit down and eat and drink. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. That is when joy will come. Otherwise, you'll be there. You have mean. Why? My oh, brother. Come on. Is to some other things who are worrying us. This type of cholesterol. I had one man of God. He said, eh? When we were children, they wouldn't give us meat. They give us small meat. Now that we have grown, that we have our money to eat too, they say cholesterol, cholesterol. Now we don't even know what to do. Ah. Hey, brother, feel free. Sometimes eat something. You see some people, hey, I'm checking this. I'm checking. Brother, I've seen people checking the thing and still they died. Some people too are eating and they are flowing. Come on, feel free. Sometimes eat and be happy. Put your hands together and give the Lord a shout out for it. Say wow, no wait you one, one time they say don't eat up after this time. Don't eat after so someday I was just I was just looking at the food. Uh, my wife said, Charlie, eat, eat and be free. Eat and be free. I said, Charlie, thank you very much. Number two, we have to close. Be happy and joyful at work. Hey. They used to sing a song many years ago. Work and happiness. I will do my best. You will do your best for beautiful Ghana. Some of you were not born. You don't know even the song I'm singing. Work and happiness. Work and happiness. Many years ago, it was a song. It means I sang that song. Not it means there was another it means. But listen, work and happiness. You, you must be happy working. You shouldn't be at work and you are bored. It, there are some people, when you see them at the office, it's like the world has come to an end. This thing that they have come, it's like, what punishment is this? That is why I'm praying for you that you have a job that you enjoy doing. Because when you go to work and you are not happy, eh, it is the the greatest punishment that they can ever give to you. You are working at a place and you are not happy. Yeah. The time doesn't move. Up. <laughs> Bishop said, it is important to be joyful and happy. Hmm? Whilst working, you will spend most of your lifetime working. That's how your life is going to be. You must enjoy the company of those you work with. You must be able to laugh Holler and have a good time. If you do this, you will love going to work. Yeah. So, believe God that you have a job that you, you, you are happy with. But in the meantime, as you are waiting for that job, the one you have, be happy. Yeah. Because sometimes, even the way you have made your face, it doesn't open the door for another job. Yeah. I used to work somewhere 
and a man came there. He said, I like the way you work. I want you to come and work for me. Yeah, you, you may never know. Somebody will come to you and look at you and say, I like the way you work. Come. And it was an international company. I moved from a local company to an international company because I was happy at the work I was doing. So fight till you work in the right environment. Number three, accept your lot. <laughs> accept it. Ecclesiastes 5, 18, 19, the NIV says that, then I realized that it is good and proper for a man to eat and drink and to find satisfaction in his toilsome labor under the sun during the few days of his life God has given him for this is his lot. Moreover, when God gives any man wealth and possessions and enables him to enjoy them, he said to accept his lot and be happy in his work. This is a gift of God. Yeah. This is what you two you got. You wish that you'd be working at the where, bank. You'll be where at the Deloitte and Touche. And, and, and where? What, what other places? You want to work where? UN. You want to work with the UN. IMF. Hey! So when you see people working, they say, hey, people are enjoying, you know. People, hey, it's good for some people, though. You want to work at MTN. Listen. You to where you are working. <laughs> <laughs> Joyce and Business Center. That is where that is where you are working, brother. That is what you got at this time. <laughs> that is your lot. Be happy with your lot that you have. Otherwise, you'll be looking at other people and be just, this is my lot. This is what the Lord has given to me. Let me be happy with it. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll be so sad. Today you may be a sales girl. That's what you're doing. One of these days, you're going to be a, a very big empty somewhere. Yeah. Most people will not accept anybody who hasn't gotten a, a, an experience from somewhere. And for some people, any experience is okay once you have done something before. But as you are walking around me, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. One brother said he had a business. He was exporting yam, yam to uh, abroad. And he had made it. He called some people to come and help them look at it and say, oh, what is this yellow that we are exporting? Yeah. They look down on the thing. He said, hey, that's it. And they are still walking around without a job. Accept it's yellow. But the man has used the yellow to build a house. He was happy with it. The yam. This is your lot. Maybe for you. And sometimes they are, you have a certain gift. That helps you to work in some place. Yes, so, that's what the Lord has given you. You wish you could be piloting a plane, but that's it, isn't it? You just dream about it and it will never happen. So, But I like this number four. Enjoy work by living joyfully with your spouse. Hey, I like this one. You like it, eh? Live joyfully with the wife whom thou lovest all the days of the life of thy vanity which he has given you under the sun 
and all the days of thy vanity, for that is your portion in this life, and in thy labor which thou takest under the sun. First of all, you must even accept the, the, the spouse you have. One day the Lord said something to me. He said, listen, the other person you are looking at, and you are looking at the person, looks like a fine pano. You see, if God had wanted you to marry that person, you would have met the person at the time you, you wanted to marry. But somehow, you didn't meet this person. And the one you married was the one around. Because God wanted you to marry that one. So stop looking at another woman and be happy with what you have. But that's what you have. That's just by the way. But Bible says that, live joyfully. Because I tell you, there are issues in marriage. Oh. Quarrels, unnecessary quarrels. You wonder where the quarrel is coming from. And eh, why did you put this here? And why this? And why that? Most of the marital quarrels, when you find out, so what started this thing? When you hear it, you'll be amazed. He took the sponge and he put it here. Is that all? That's it. But it has brought a major problem. Because the devil uses that to steal our joy. Because even you are work, you are there and you, you are quarreling, your wife, you are not happy, your husband, it takes something out of you. Yeah. You see the scripture that says, 2 Corinthians 2, 11, it says that, but we are not ignorant of the devices of the devil. We use that scripture all the time. But did you know where it's coming from? It's coming from a place where Paul said that, let's learn to forgive one another. Confirm your love to each other. Because when you don't, the devil comes to steal. And so God has made it such that as you are happy with your spouse, it brings a certain joy to you even to take to work. That is why when we go to work, we have to close and come home and be refreshed at home and go back to work very strong. Yeah. 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 A woman is a blessing. Brothers, those of you who are not married, I pray for you. May you find a wife in Jesus' name. One day the Lord showed me a scripture. Song of Solomon chapter 4 verse 12. He was describing a woman that God has prepared. He said, He said, Thou art an enclosed garden, my sister, my spouse. You are a garden that is enclosed. He said, you are a spring that is shut up and a fountain that is sealed. Hey, three powerful things a woman is. She's a garden, she's a spring, and she's a fountain. Brother, by these three things, your life will be different if you get close to your wife. Are the brothers here or they decided to go back home? You are expected to go to your garden. There are powerful things in the garden. It's a garden. It's only for the wise, I tell you. But what I'm saying is deep. Yeah. When, when you go to verse 13 of that scripture, in the New Living Translation, give me New Living Translation, he, he says that, he was talking about the woman. He said, your ties. Hey, Machabodi Kabashanda. 
are there, maybe this service there are a lot of young people here other than that the brothers who are here they, they are pretending as if what I'm saying they don't like it are there married people in this house Uncle Kobe they said the woman her ties her ties shelters a paradise the people at the back I don't know they don't like such things holy angels women in between your ties it's a paradise a paradise are the women here decided to go back home Hey, young people, you should close your ears. You don't know what I'm talking about. Her ties shelter a paradise. A paradise of pomegranates with rare spices, henna with nard. Hey! Verse 40, what does it say? Eh? Saffron, fragrant calamus, cinnamon, with all the trees of frankincense, mare and aloes, and every other lovely spices. The man must desire to go to the garden. The man must desire to go to that paradise. I think I should close because I, I, I think people don't like this message. Dana, you think people like this message? The people at the back there, nobody is being moved at all. They are not married. Oh, they are married people there. No, if you have not been enjoying this paradise, I pray for you. If you are married, because it's supposed to refresh you. <laughs> I, I, I think, Pastor Gerardo, I think I should close because the message is too high. If you are married, Bible says, enjoy with the wife of your youth. What, what kind of enjoyment do you think God was talking about? <laughs> now, I don't know what enjoyment you are thinking about, but God prepared a woman, a garden, a fountain, a seal. She, he closed her up so that when you come, you will begin to enjoy. You are a garden. Ah. What do you bring from the from the vessel? Go back to vessel. Something flashed my eye. I've never seen it before. You are my private garden. You see, sisters, that's why you shouldn't spoil your body before you marry. Because God has prepared you. You are a private garden. It is only for your husband. A garden where you can go to and relax in the garden.
a secluded spring, a hidden fountain. Hey! Verse, verse 14. Verse 14. Let me close because I think that... Uh, 15, he said, you are a garden fountain. A well of fresh water. You see, a, a man, when you are there, you go to work, you come back very tired. You need some fresh water. Yeah. That is why the Bible says that drink waters out of your own system. Drink waters. Because your wife, she's like a fridge. Yeah. She has chilled water for you. I think the message is too high. I, 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 I have to close. When you go in into her, the chilled water that you have to refresh you. By the time you go back to work, you are, see the reason why you don't enjoy your work, when you go back home, you don't enjoy a lot of people they have very big houses, but quarrels saw in the house. And you two lady, they have made you a garden. When your husband is coming and he's touching you, don't be asking the question, Who is that? Who else is with you in the house? It's an arm robber, an arm robber that is touching you. Why do you ask such a question? <laughs> Go and see, brother. When your husband is touching, you say, Wow, you're coming to the garden. Listen, you are a garden, a well of fresh streaming from Lebanon. Look at verse 16. He said, Awake not with rise, south, blow upon my garden. He said, Come into your garden, my love. Come into your garden. I said, come into your garden. Come into your garden. Come into your garden. You see, some of you are looking at me like some... We should see you in your bedroom, the things you do there. And it's because we don't say the things the way we should say them. That's why some people are not enjoying their garden. Some people are hiding their garden. Your garden is not for you. It's for your husband. What did he say? Come into your garden. It is your husband's garden. It's not yours. You cannot lie down and say tonight, no. What, what is the meaning of that? I am tired. Yeah. He's also tired. The two of you need to encourage one another unto love and unto good works. So by the time you wake up in the morning, you are fresh. I can give you ten reasons why early morning one also is better before you go to work. But as for some other people, when you see me in chambers, I will share it with you. Share. Sometimes when you see us preaching and we are bouncing, you are wondering. I tell you, we have entered a garden. 
We have received some refreshing. We have received some water. And we are coming out from the garden. Come on, give the Lord a shout. Sister, you don't know. That's why your husband is lying down every day. He says he's tired. He's tired. Because you have hidden your garden. Open the garden. Expose the garden. Allow your husband free access. Free access. Keyless entry. Ah, small garden that we are gardening. First of all, it's not your garden. Then when he's coming, then you say things. Hurry up. Do this. Go and bath. Go and brush your teeth. And somebody's private garden. You have taken authority over the thing. One lady, her husband is coming. He said, okay, go and switch off the light and come. When he was going, a big pastor in the church, oh. When the pastor was going to switch off, he said, if you don't hurry, I'll change my mind. So the pastor was like, ah! Small garden we are going to come to. But may you release your garden. May you make yourself available. May your husband come to the garden. Hey, stand to your feet. We have to go home. Put your hands together for Jesus. Come on, give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands to the Lord and talk to God. I know some of you are believing God for a better job. May God give you one. Talk to God. I feel an, an anointing that is coming for you to get a good job, a better job. Pray right now for it. A place where you'll be happy. Pray. Some of you need to even pray for your marriages. That God will touch your marriage. Let joy come back into your home. Let peace come back into your home. Let satisfaction come back into your home. Lift up your voice and pray right now. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes, pray. Pray in just a minute. You want to talk to God. You want to talk to God. You want to talk to God. In the name of Jesus. I see God making a way for you. Where there seems to be no way. I see the power of God touching you. I see the Spirit of God bringing joy into your life. In the name of Jesus, may you be able to eat and drink. May you be able to be happy at your workplace. May you enjoy with the wife of your youth. Live joyfully with the wife that God has given to you. Live joyfully with your spouse. May you be strong. May the joy of the Lord be your strength. In the name of Jesus, give yourself to the things of the Lord. May you be strong and may you be joyful. May you have life and enjoy life. May that be your portion. In the name of Jesus, I come against the things that steal your joy. I cancel them in the name of Jesus. And I pray that peace will prevail in your life and joy will be in your marriage and in your home. We bless you, Father. We thank you, O God. We give you glory. Right now, with every head bowed, with all eyes closed, maybe somebody invited you to church. But you're not born again. You don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. Without Jesus, the joy I'm talking about, you can never have it. But Jesus said, the thief only comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But he said, I am come that you will have and enjoy life. Today, every head bowed, all eyes closed, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Maybe you're watching my television. Say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my heart to Jesus. I want to be born again. 
If you're here like that, you want to surrender your heart to Jesus. Just lift up your right hand wherever you are. I'm going to pray with you. Today's a day of salvation. Don't wait till tomorrow. God bless you. I see your hands. God bless you. Let it go up above your head. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, do one more thing for me. Can you move out of your seat? My sister over there, I can see you. Come all the way. My brother there, clap for them as they come. Come, my sister, from the back. I can see you. Clap for them. Keep clapping for them as they come. Come all the way. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, show some love. Show some love. Show some love. Show some love. God bless you. Come all the way. Come all the way. Come to Jesus. I surrender all. Come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Come, my brother. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. God bless you. Amen. Those of you in front, please lift up your two hands. We're going to pray. It's a sign of surrender. And I want us all to join them as we pray. Repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Satan, from today, I will no longer follow you. I belong to Jesus and I will serve Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you for praying this prayer. It's a very important prayer. Jesus is in your heart right now. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.